Welcome to Mom Your Business, the podcast, where our mission is to connect mompreneurs to resources and opportunities that lead to success in business and in life. I am your host, Tanya T. Morris, and I want to thank you for listening to Mom Your Business, the podcast. If you're looking for motivation and resources, then please subscribe to Mom Your Business on Apple Music, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere that you listen to your music. Today's show is our second live podcast interview uh, with business, online business strategist, Shalina Diva. Shalina has an amazing story of turning obstacles in, uh, into opportunities, which is that's what we're about here at Mommy Business. So it was really, really great to sit down and talk with her. Before we get to our interview with Shalina, I want to share uh, details about our next workshop. Our first workshop of 2019 is going to happen during Women's History Month. Uh, make it happen. Beginners to winners will be held on Thursday, March 21st at 6.30 p.m. at Dare to Imagine, 6610 Anderson Street. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, if you are looking for a new way to grow your business, if you have an idea but just can't seem to get it off the ground, if you are stuck trying to figure out how to launch a product or a service, you need to learn how to respond to a request for poll, a request for proposal, then this workshop is for you. You're going to learn how to remove barriers to completing projects, create a winning online profile, one that draws people to your business, um, also how to package yourself uh, to win the contract and close the deal. So, Go to uh, beginners to winners workshop .com to register. Again, that's beginners to winners workshop .com to register. Registration includes your workshop materials, refreshments. Uh, we're also doing a special promotion with the Pound Cake Project where you'll get $5 off your registration and your cake. So um, the Pound Cake, Pro Pound cake Project uh, was started by one of our moms, Kristen Lewis, um, and you can register and support Kristen, who's raising money for her daughter's uh, tuition. Um, she's a special, special young lady, and I'm excited to be able to support her in this effort. You know, our motto is motivate, educate, and collaborate. So this is an opportunity for us to do just that. So again, go to beginners to winners workshop .eventbrite.com and you can uh, get a regular ticket. You can get the coaching program and you can also um, support um, the pound cake project. So stay tuned for our interview with Shalina Diva. And thank you for listening to mom, your business, the podcast. for coming out today for help us celebrate MLK Day as well as um, National Mentoring Month. Um, I'm so excited to have this first lady and um, I was reading her bio and I was, I was just absolutely floored. Um, really quickly, uh, there's been a story um, circulating recently about 
uh, these two sisters that are furloughed down in Maryland, mm -hmm. and they started a cheesecake business um, to help with their daily expenses. And we're preparing a podcast uh, episode about starting a business out of crisis. And uh, Shalina <laughs> Broyster, the Selena Diva, on all your social media platforms, epitomizes uh, what that means. So would you please put your hands together and welcome Shalina to the <laughs> podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to read her, her, read her bio. Really, really, I had to cut it down, but I'm going to read a little bit. I'm going to read a little bit of it. So, Shalina is a best-selling author of Fire Your Friends, A Woman's Guide to Becoming Her Own Best Friend. I like that. An award-winning speaker and global business consultant. She is a graduate of Duke University and the CEO of the FM, AFM Global LLC. Her company is dedicated to the personal development and economic empowerment of women and girls. Through online coaching program, she helps women to uncover their unique life purpose by using her four-step diva process. Discover, invest, value, and appreciate. Natural gifts and talents. Shalina Diva has been featured on Dr. Oz, The Chew, and Harry Connick Jr. Show. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Shalina, for coming on the podcast. Right, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we got the heavy hitters in the room today, so that y'all understand. So, so Shalina, like I said, I, I read your bio, mm -hmm. and I want to really start first by you um, telling your story. Just sure. Tell your story. Sure, sure. Um, and actually, I always like to just clear this up in the beginning when I meet people. The diva is that acronym, like she said, is discover, invest, value, and appreciate your life and your business. So that is what it's about, really searching within, discovering those gifts and talents, and then turning it into a business. So that's what it's all about for me. Just wanted to clear that up. Um, and my story, it began um, on June 18th, 2012. I was in a six-year relationship that had turned toxic. Started out in love. I was engaged. I thought this was the one. I waited till I was like 30 to have a child. I just thought this was the one. And um, each year, the goalposts just kept getting pushed back further and further. Oh, you don't cook enough. I'm not a cooker. I didn't cook back then, but I surely wasn't a Betty Crocker, so I would try to learn how to, you know, uh, make some turkey wings or something like that, but it was never good enough. They was like, you don't, you don't keep the house clean enough. I tried to clean, and, and then it, it finally hit me um, after my nephew passed away in 2011 that I was in denial and this was not going to happen. And um, I, I had my son by that point. Uh, we lived right off of Lincoln Drive. I didn't have to work if I didn't want to. We had exotic vacations. Money was not an issue, as people like to say. And um, from the outside, I had it all together. But I used to go home and cry because I was miserable. I felt like I was being smothered, I was miserable. So I had to stop living in denial and um, it just got to the point, I mean, and I'm just gonna be honest with you all, okay? It got to the point, we had a three-story home. He was sleeping on the third floor, I'm on the second floor. I don't know if anybody's ever gotten to that, you know, but it really got there and so um, one day I just decided like, I cannot keep living this way. I can't do this anymore. I didn't think it would be that drastic, but literally on um, June 18, 2012, I said, you know, enough. And I left. And when I left, 
crossed over that threshold, I became homeless for about two years. And um, I let my son stay with his father because I literally didn't know where I was going to go. And um, that turned into custody. Child, I pay child support, custody, child support. It turned into a lot of that. And um, from that, I discovered my purpose and my business was birthed out of that. Like literally, people don't understand um, when you're with someone who is a self-made millionaire um, and they're like antagonizing you and they see you striving for your goal and you're, you're reaching. And a lot of times, and Tiana can tell you a lot of times, you know, when you're on TV, on certain TV shows, you don't get a payday, like not all of them, okay? You don't get a payday, but it can things can appear a certain way. I was in mad. Everything that I said I was I could do and I wanted to do, the doors flung open after I left him. And he was like, "Well, how come you couldn't do this with me?" I was like, "I don't know," but I mean, <laughs> and this isn't you know this isn't bashing him at all. This is truly my story, but it was it was from that um, he uh, he took me to child support. And I was like, I don't have a job. You know, I'm like, Tom, y'all don't have a job. I don't have my own place. And it didn't matter. And um, being forced to pay child support was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because the judge said to me, he said, I know you don't have a job. I know you don't have income coming in. However, so all of y'all here listening, however, if I, if I were to find a job based on my education, my health, and everything else, he said, you you can make like $26,000, so I'm going to assess you off of that. Ladies and gentlemen, that is called earning capacity. Mm-hmm. You don't fall for this, I don't have a job, right? So when that happened to me, I was like, how could this be? I don't have income. He has all the money. I don't have anything. But that was the best thing because it forced me to stand. And it forced me to be creative. And it was like, if I didn't, I was going to jail. And so, and so, and so wow, I, I got so many questions running through my head right now. So, Shalina, when, when you were faced with that and you got to that point of figuring out earning capacity, what was the first thing that you did to begin to meet that goal and begin to generate that revenue. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I might be educating some people, so take some notes, right? Well, when they take you to child support, if you're in the system, it's retroactive. So he took me in June of 2013. The judge didn't decide until December 31st of 2013. So when he handed that down, I owed all the way back to June. That was almost $3,000 and it's my arrears and I'm like, Lord, you know I don't have this money, but what I did was I was reading different books every week, you know, um, the seven spiritual laws of success, reading the Bible every week. I was just reading, and I, it was like, how about you start putting those things into action? How about you, you know, faith without works is dead. How about you just start listening? And one thing for women, we have to start listening to our intuition and trusting it. And a lot of times it makes sense. So he bought me a BMW that I didn't take care of. I, I broke it down or whatever. But um, my, my intuition was like, hey, listen, remember that BMW you got? Girlfriend, <laughs> sell that thing. And I, it, it was broken down. I sold it and I paid off all of my arrears and I had some money in the beginning. And you know how good God is. The day I sold it, I, I made the transaction wherever I made it at. That story in itself is a blessing about following and being obedient. Because had I waited one more day, the man who ended up buying my car, it was a Thursday that I told him. And normally I'm scared and I'm shy. I was like, look, let's just do this. 
I got the title, let's do it. He said, let's do it. If I had waited one more day out of um, fear, out of uh, embarrassment, the man had a heart attack on that Friday. Wow. Literally, it's a true story. So when, the, when they were pulling my car off on the tow truck because it couldn't move, my ex saw the car going by. He was like, hey, where'd you get that car from? He said, oh, I got it from up on uh, Musgrave Street. So it was a, a funny story how things come full circle, but I sold my car. Okay, so that was the first thing. That was the first thing. And so after that, then how did you begin to develop a business strategy? Now you got out of that, that, that arrears thing. So now it's about you and really making a real income. Right. What was the so next thing the next did? thing that I did was um, she said I wrote, I wrote a book and I was volunteering and I started doing anti-bullying with teen girls but the way that that showed up was someone invited me to an event like this to, men to mentor some girls I said I don't mentor girls she said well just come it was a cold day but I honored my word and I went and remember you are always auditioning for somebody whether you know it or not wow. so I was in there wow. with the little girls they ended up loving me I ended up loving them I'm like well I like little girls <laughs> in the audience was the CEO of um, American Paradigm Schools. And she said, I like this. Why don't you come to my school? And uh, what's your fee? I was like, my fee? What's she talking about? Because everybody wants you to do everything for free. I put a proposal together. I learned how to do a proposal. And that was like my first contract of like $4,000. And so I started going into schools doing my Diva Academy program. Very nice. And so that's how... That, you know, got me by. But what really made my business boom was once I stopped really playing small and I, I stepped outside of my comfort zone and I stepped into the cave that I feared to enter, that's Joseph Campbell. And for me, it was like really putting my, my gifts and my talents out there yeah. and really shining. And um, and I told her, my ex started back up again because we were in custody at this point. So before that, yeah. before that, because you said something that I got <laughs> to capitalize on because... I'm of the school of thought that volunteering, I, I have actually I have an ebook on how to successfully recruit, retain, and engage volunteers. Because a lot of a lot of nonprofits and even individuals don't get the value of putting yourself out there and volunteering. Mm -hmm. Right? Because even in so when I and I this is just this is just me. Even in mentoring. Right, I've never asked a mentor for a mentee for a dime. So that's just me. So when I see my mentees go further than me, that's the reward that I. That's all the reward that I really right. that I really need. So I want you to talk about the volunteering piece and how you can, if you when you do it correctly and in the spirit of of authenticity, mm -hmm. it can turn and create opportunities that you never even thought you could really add. Okay, yes. Yeah. So um, with that, first of all, like I said, honor your word. Honor your word. It was a freezing day in October. Like I was like, so today is colder. <laughs> <laughs> like man I don't talk to little girls I don't want to do it but in my, my mind and intuition ladies it said honor your word you said you were going to show up just go mm -hmm. so I went and like I said I was mentoring women I'm like these little girls don't get me those little girls they like they blew my mind but it was just in my element and sometimes you guys you can have the right message but the wrong audience Ooh. right message wrong audience and sometimes you gotta let God guide you Talking to the right now. people right so um 
I was just in there. It was like three out, three workshops, for like three something hours. I was in these hills, and my feet were hurting, but I loved it. And at the end, remember, you're always auditioning. You're always. Auditioning. Somebody is always scoping you out, so you always represent. Like you know, if it's a thousand people, if it's five people, I just love like those little girls. I said, you know, God is trusting me to teach them, and she came up to me. And the important thing is, you must be ready. So if someone came to you right now and said, hey, um, can you submit a proposal? Do you even know how to put one together? You have to be ready, right? right. So with that one, that's, and it was just like serving. But the good part about it was, um, I read a quote that said, um, it's where uh, a need is met and where you're the most happiest. And at that time, I was struggling in custody court fighting over my child, but God had me over other people's children. Wow. So I just really loved it, and it really blossomed. And that's what got me on the Harry Connick Jr. show, mm -hmm. and that's what opened so many doors yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, you know, and I'm going to ask this question of Tiana a little later on in, in a different way, but you said something earlier about being on, you know, Harry Connick mm -hmm. and some of these other shows that they're not, you know, because people think that that's the creme de la creme, right? Um, talk about how even after the bullying, you know, classes and those things, how you connect those opportunities to your brand, right? How those opportunities, even many of them that are not paid, connect to your brand and can catapult you to that to that next place in your business. How it did it for you? Okay, so the first place I started out was um, Hayro, help a reporter out, um, yeah, help a reporter out, and I would submit. Uh, answers to their queries if they're looking like it could be own magazine Dr. Oz I started there and I got on a Dr. Oz show and remember you're always auditioning one of the producers really liked me she never forgot me and every time she had a chance to put me on that show she did and so I kept in contact how are you doing I was a resource to her they're mm -hmm. always looking for people even when it wasn't a chance for me to be on TV I would just say hey well I think I know someone and then the Harry Connick Jr. came and she remembered when I told her about my love for teen girls. And she remembered that and they're always looking for people. So that's how that came about. One, I put myself out there as like a source bottle, a hero. Um, but once you get in and you know someone, they begin to refer you. I know that's that's how it worked for me. Awesome, awesome. And so, what are you what are you doing now? So, tell me about where you are now, um, in in Shalina Diva. Like, okay. you know, tell me tell me where you are now. Okay, so where uh, that was actually where you <laughs> um, stop me. But um, I was doing the work with the schools, but I was still playing very small, and my income was a result. I could see it right. And so, what ended up happening is I had a heart to heart because my ex was trying to take me back for more support. I'm like, God, I can't even afford what I have now. Right. But I honored it. I never missed a payment. And so um, I just remember sitting up like, God, I'm so tired of this. Mm -hmm. And God told me, you know, um, you shall lack no more. Mm -hmm. But he reminded me of Deuteronomy 8.18. Mm -hmm. Remember the Lord your God who has yeah. given you the power to create wealth. Come on. And I really had to step into that and test that out. And once I did and I started putting myself out there doing things, Joseph Campbell says, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasures you seek. For wow. you, it might be following up. For you, it might be going to a live event. For me, it was like getting on the phone and actually talking and presenting my, my thing. I actually had to learn how to do it. And once I did that, in, in a month, I earned like 30K teaching, that's $30,000, teaching what came to me naturally. Mm -hmm. I'm a natural teacher, but teaching people how to really navigate this online world. Yeah. And it really, it, it just uh, kind of um, 
grew from that. Yeah, grew from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. That's awesome. And so, um, what's up? What's next for you? You know, kind of tell us what what else you have going on. What's next for you? And, um, sure. So for me, it's still the online coaching and consulting. Um, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that the online world is the way to go. And so what I help people to do, especially leaders, if you have a message, if you want to turn that message into products and services, I am your solution to help you to create a message that's succinct and it's a message that's clear and it's transformational. So you can get in front of people and you can, you know, you can touch them and you can really help to change their lives and then to help you write a best-selling book, to write an online coaching program. And so that is what I do, help you to take what's up in here and to really create a system so that other people can follow you. So uh, my company is, um, my main program is called Best Selling Year. And so that's what I help people to do, to have a best-selling year online. Awesome. So uh, I'm going to direct the questions to the audience. Anybody have any questions for Shalena? I came in a little late. I just wanted to know, did you give your email No. Um, every, everywhere, I'm Shalina Diva. So ShalinaDiva.com. But it's Shalina at ShalinaDiva.com. You can follow me on Instagram everywhere is Shalina Diva. Uh huh. S H A L E N A D I V A. And so I saw, you know, when you were talking about, and I didn't know she was in the room, you were talking about the um, the online, the uh, the Harry Connick and those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyra Gardner's in the back, and hey, she's Tyra. like on TMZ every time I turn, yeah. and I don't even watch it, but I, but every now and then she'll post when she's on because mm-hmm. what you said, being a resource, right? So yeah. if there's somebody acting crazy, because she's a therapist, yes. they, they get tired, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So it's all about being a resource and really con- and being available. Um, to folks that are in need of resources. So um, if there are no other, uh, Carla has a question. Are there any other platforms that helped you out with being a resource besides Help a Reporter Out? Um, it was a source bottle is another one. Um, help a Reporter Out, believe it or not, hashtags. YouTube has helped me. Um, you really want to have a nice online presence wherever you are and those hashtags are real especially on Instagram and they they look things up and they will find you based upon that so you want to be consistent and you want to you know really produce great content that will make them want to um, hire you or work with you your hashtags are are key and I would add um, I do a class on how to um, uh, construct your LinkedIn profile oh, that's and a good building one. an effective LinkedIn profile uh, because we get so focused on you know Instagram and Facebook and that's good uh, but on for for professional business on another level um, it's important that you have a very strong LinkedIn profile I've gotten many offers you know from the mommy business hashtag and things like mm-hmm. that what women are you working with and things and so linkedin is also a great way um to build your profile and build your build your brand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any other questions i see a hand yeah i just wanted to say that was an awesome testimony thank you <laughs> thank you so much my question is what would your advice be to anyone whether female or male that has the drive or they have the entrepreneur spirit well, I have a, um, and this kind of goes back to volunteering. You need to test out whatever it is that you want to do. And, you know, if you watch Shark Tank, they call it um, 
what's your um, proof of concepts. Concept. So basically, you really need to test it out. So what I would say is come to events like this. Go to your local library. That's what I did. Go to your local schools, your local church, and do free workshops. If that's something that you do, offer your service for free. I say free plus strategy equals genius. Do it for free. If you have a workshop, I got people taking pictures of me, right? Mm -hmm. they don't, when they see the pictures, they don't know whether or not you paid me for this. Or, you know, Make sure you get recommendations. But here's the thing. If you want to get paid, you need to produce results. Yes. That's, outcomes, the, that's what outcomes, the outcomes, outcomes and results. Outcomes, outcomes. So if what you do, if it works on you, great. But you need to test it out and see if it works on other people and get results. That would be my thing. And if you're not getting results, if people aren't willing to pay, um, you should you know, really look at that and consider it. Anyone else? Nakia? I have a question. I'll get this one filmed so you can answer. Um, so I've known you a long time, Shalina, um, so you know that you know what it is that I do. So oftentimes I ask people, um, do you feel your – I feel a testimony is way more powerful than a bio because a bio speaks more of accolades mm -hmm. where a testimony really gets into more of your trials and tribulations. How does your testimony help you um, make an impact with your business? That's awesome. My testimony, oh, my goodness. I've made all my money. <laughs> I've made all <laughs> of my money from um, my personal mm -hmm. testimony. And um, remember this, uh, what they say, uh, facts tell, but stories sell. Yes, and if you have a great story, you can do a lot of selling because you need a story that's going to move people, yes. that's going to make people want to transform. And if you can do that, and remember, what comes from the heart touches the heart. Mm -hmm. So if you have a story, use your story. Do not be ashamed of your story. That's right. I tell people, I had this, this you know, great education, and I was homeless. Mm -hmm. I was on food stamps, and it just shows you where you can go. But it also shows you, like, the power of the human spirit. That stuff sells. Like, why do we love Rocky so much? Because of the story. So don't be ashamed of your story. So much so <laughs> that in the dead of winter, people are probably right now standing in line to take a picture with a, with a statue. Yeah. Not with Sylvester Stallone. With a statue. But with a statue. That's how connected people are to mm -hmm. that story. The story. Right? Mm -hmm. That they were standing in line in the dead of one. I'm in an Uber yesterday, me and the guy driving by, and they're standing, they're standing right in line to take a picture with a statue. Mm -hmm. And so, to, to, and that was a great, great question, the key to Shalina. Um, I do a workshop actually called Creating Stories That Tell and Sell. Mm -hmm. uh, because that is it. Your story is everything. It right. is everything. And people do business. On, don't do business on paper. They do business with people. Yes. That's right. That's right. People mm -hmm. don't do business on paper. They do business with people That's and good. people that they like. Mm -hmm. and they connect with you. Okay. So once they connect with your story. Yeah. Um, that's what's going to take you to the next level. Would you put your hands together and thank <laughs> Jelena Thank Boyce, you. Wow, so that was amazing. I just want to, again, thank Shalina for sharing her story. She was just so amazingly transparent, and we really, really need that today. And um, it was a great way for us to um, celebrate the life and the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King as well as National Mentoring Month. So thank you again for tuning in to Mom Your Business, the podcast. You can, again, listen to us. Please subscribe everywhere that you listen to your music. Remember to go to the website and register for 
our Beginner to Winners workshop. That's Beginners, the number two winners, .eventbrite.com to register for that workshop. That'll be taking place March 21st, 2019, 6.30 p.m. at Dare to Imagine. Thanks again for listening. Always and forever. Remember, now is the day, so enjoy it. Yesterday is over, so learn from it. And tomorrow is not promised, so pray about it.